This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich, the founder of this amazing organization, as well as the creator of the Director of Operations Certification Training Program. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So we have just wrapped up our launch for our 16th round of our certification. And one of the things that we heard is, you know what? This looks amazing. It's exactly what I want. This is on my development path, but I've got some financial resistance to hopping in now. So I'm going to share today six different actions that you can take if money is holding you back from joining us. But even if this is not the next investment for you, take every single one of these tips. At least five of the six of them are things that you can use to help you fund whatever you are trying to add to your growth and development. So let's kick it off with the very first thing that I believe that you should do. If you're looking at the Director of Operations Certification Training Program, we know that price sensitivity is one of those things that everybody, and it doesn't matter what your financial position is, to me, it doesn't matter. The most important piece of making this commitment to yourself is to be able to know that you've got a financial plan to pay for it. Now, I'm going to put it out there. I'm a terrible marketer. I also am an empath. So I don't like the feeling of having you make a decision that you're uncomfortable with. So we do a lot of explaining as to the benefits that you're going to get, as well as a lot about the program. So you know where your investment is going. So know from the very start that I'm a big advocate of you and your financial position, you know, growth and development is going to happen. But I want you to make sure that the decisions that you make, you are comfortable with, you are ready for. And so that's really where this podcast is coming from. Of course, we want you guys who are interested in up-leveling your ops game and up-leveling your leadership. We want you to come into the certification. But I also know that if you're not in a mindset and a place financially where this feels good, there's just going to be a lot of resistance. So I wanted to put that personal touch here and just convey my heart for all of this because I know when we talk about money and financial transactions, it's a big deal. (laughs) So, you know, I know that the value is here. I know that we have built a massive structure. You guys heard that in the previous episodes, but we have built a large structure around you, a support structure, a community and have a coaching staff that literally helps you and is invested in helping you get your return on investment. Now, we go as far and sometimes even further than I'd like them to do to help you to get that return on investment, but ultimately it's gonna come through action. So that's a topic for another day. For today, I wanna talk to you about six things that you can do today to help you make a better decision for the next round that we have coming up for the DOO certification. So the first thing is to become aware of the payment options. 
We have a pay in full, we have a three month, we have a six month, and we also have a 12 month payment plan. That's right. We have put this out there. So remember, our certification is six months long, but financially, it helps to have a 12 month just to decrease the monthly cost to you. What we find with the 12 monthly payments for those people who select that, they come to us. This just happened yesterday, actually, where somebody came to us and said, I'm ready to pay it off because I've already made my investment back and I just don't want to be paying on this much longer. So there's no penalty for paying off in advance, but we want to make it accessible to you to get the ball rolling. Another thing to note, and I can only speak for my program, of course, other programs out there are likely going to have payment plan options for you, especially if they have a significant price ticket that comes along with them. But for ours, we made the switch about, I would say a year ago. And we used to, I don't know if this is the right word, but hey, we're being candid here. And and it's very common in the space of this type of a product to inflate the price of the ticket or the price of the product if you take a payment plan. So if you hopped on a three month, we would increase that by X amount of percent. And then if you took a six month, we would hike that up a little bit more. And then the 12 month, we would, you know, we would inflate that a little bit even greater than that. So we took that away a couple, I think about a year ago, we took that away. I just didn't feel like it was in integrity. I wanted the pricing of the of the product to be flat, regardless of your financial position. Obviously, if someone's coming in and paying in full, they can make that happen whether they're financing that on their own or whether they have those funds and they have saved for them, so be it. But for the people who are coming in and taking a payment plan, it's because they need a payment plan, darn it. <laughs> so I didn't want there to be any tax, any price tax, any any financial tax on top of that just to make that happen. So we got rid of that here at the Ops Authority. And I just remind you, we have payment plans and we want you to be aware of those. Now I'm going to think out of the box and I want you to join me here. And if you're trying to get inside the certification, here is something that you can do right now. If you are working with a client and you're already getting them results and making a good impact with them, they're giving you that verbal feedback. They're affirming you that you are really valuable. You've already got the relationship built with them. They could be ready to invest in you. So approaching them, going to them, asking them if they would split the cost or even just contribute a percentage to your growth and development. I have personally done that, especially when I was learning a new skill. And the intention was that I was going to take that learning and deliver that learning and the impact of that learning back into the organization that helped me to fund it. Now, the way that this is different is if this client does not contribute to this, there's really nothing that says that you have to apply the strategic mapping model to the existing client. Whereas if they are joining you and partnering with you in funding this, I think they become an excellent case study. So it's a win-win. You know that you're going to walk away with seven modules of really, really impactful operations training. And if they partner with you, you're going to give them that value immediately. And truth be told, a lot of times when you handle it this way, the evolution and the up level and the title change, the increases, maybe the profit share, they come up because they're seeing this happen. Like they're getting their return on the investment that they have made in your learning at that same time, right? You're not having to package anything up. You're not having to sell and you know create a new offer. You've already got it because they are your test case. They are 
the person and the place and the business where you're going to apply the new information that you're learning. So that would be the second thing. First thing is to become aware of our payment plans. And the second is to ask if an existing client is willing to partner with you. The third thing is to increase your rates. So this may be the perfect time to negotiate higher rates with your existing clients that you're seeing those great results from. And you've already built a strong partnership. You have an established relationship there. If you're doing well, consider renegotiating the rates and also the entire contract. And then with any percentage of increase that they agree to, tuck that money away, start to create a fund for your own education. Every single person that listens to this podcast is a voracious learner. We are fact finders. So we love collecting information. And the reality is you're always going to be learning. You're always going to be giving back to your education. So start building up that fund now. I have also done this. Increasing your rates is is one way to be able to put a lump sum towards your education. And you can do that kind of as a pass through. If you're earning $500 more a month, then that's the money that you would use to pay for this training or any other investment that you're looking at. Or you can pull that money together over several months to make a larger down payment too. The fourth thing and something I really want you to consider is to expand your offerings. Once you've become established with a business, it's easier to see what their needs are. So you can kind of look under the hood, right? You come in however you came in. Maybe you came in as a business manager. Maybe you came in, heck, as a marketing man. Who knows how you got into this business? But once you get in, you start to see other opportunities, the gaps, the issues that are plaguing them. And if you have a solution to that gap, I want you to take the initiative and speak up. Maybe you start to see that they have a gap in hiring and they don't have any, their leadership doesn't have the time to invest in hiring or they don't know how to do it. They don't do it well, but you have a plan to make that happen. I would want you to say, even if you're working with this person on a retainer basis, go to them and say, hey, I see that you're trying to hire. I've got a method to be able to do that. In addition to the work I'm already doing, I'd like to sign a project-based agreement and let's go ahead and tackle getting this hire done. And so you're not gonna pay me this over a long period of time. Let's just do it on a project base. So your retainer work and the promise and the deliverables from the retainer work doesn't change. You're just adding on a project, which is defined as something that has a start and an end date. So it's not gonna take forever and it's still gonna bring massive value to the leader. You just may not have included hiring in the initial contract because you didn't know that that was a gap. So start to see what it is that they have. And if you've got the solution, pitch it to them. It's going to be a lot easier to explain to them because you can sell this. And I use that word lightly because you're really just having a conversation. But if you know the gap, you have a solution the next and the easiest sell and transaction you're ever gonna make is to come to them with a prescribed solution and you already have the background, right? So the return is going to be very fast. The implementation is gonna be a lot faster too. The cool thing here is that I want you to go to them with a specific and a customized plan that outlines exactly how you're gonna solve the problem. To go along with the example that I gave you with that hiring project, if you're going to charge them $1,500 for that project, then you can take that and make a down payment or you can contribute that towards your education fund 
And the fifth out of six items that I wanted to bring up to you, these are all actionable things that you can take action on. The fifth one is to sign a new client. Oh, gasp, I know. But now, I mean, if you're ready to get going with the certification, now is not the time to sit back and wait for clients to come to you. You are trying to fund not only your livelihood, but a little bit ahead of that, a little bit more on top of that so that you can invest in your learning. So it's time to be bold. You've got to make contact with potential clients. And I've got a couple tips for you because I I get this pushback a lot with like, well, I don't know where to find my clients. And valid question some solutions to that because we're not just poking out problems here. I am an operator too, and I love finding the gap. I love bringing you guys solutions. So I wanted to share those specifically to how to find and sign new clients. First thing is to reach out to past clients and ask if they have existing needs. It is a lot easier to service a client that you've already impressed and established a relationship with than to procure or secure a new client. That usually takes some marketing cost or a significant amount of time to build a relationship. So shortcut that, go back to past clients, even if honestly, we have women who have joined us who were social media managers or virtual assistants. It doesn't really matter. Go back to those people who trusted you at another stage of their business. Assuming you delivered a great product to them, they still feel fondly of you and and kindly, think kindly of you. So go back to them and see if you can service them with whatever you're offering today. Even if it's not social media, like it was in the past, go back to them, just let them know, do a coffee chat with them, let them know, bring them up to speed as to what skills you're leveraging today and make a case for how you can complement their business with those skills. So reaching out to past clients is gonna be tip number one here. The other one is know where your ideal clients are hanging out online. So for a lot of us, this could be in Facebook groups, really targeted Facebook groups. This could be in maybe a role model or a mentor, someone that you aspire to work with. They've got your ideal audience inside of their group. Okay, this happens a lot. Think about like course creators. I'm gonna drop Amy Porterfield here. If your target market is to work with course creators, guess what? Go into Amy's groups, engage. She does a lot. She's very active in Instagram. So you'd probably wanna go there and see who's engaging in her post and drop some knowledge so that you stand out. This is an age old, I'll say trick or tactic. And it's something that still works for me to this day. So you can do this in any platform, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, and I am going to throw in there LinkedIn and TikTok. Yes, you cannot be everywhere. So don't take that advice as you've got to be in all four of those platforms. But we are seeing a pretty cool trend on TikTok and LinkedIn is is likely going to have a niche that works well for you too. So pick one of those and find where your ideal clients are. Only one of those platforms. Do not pick more than one. First thing you want to do just to kind of package this up, where do your ideal clients hang out? What platform do you want to go for? And then start engaging in the post within that group or or that space and drop some really good knowledge. Give more than you should. From there, you're going to strike up conversations. And then always, I encourage you always to move those to the DMs because that's where you can have deeper conversations. You can personalize and customize some of the solutions that you may be talking about. And then ultimately, getting them on a a coffee chat or a call where you can dive deeper. You're not necessarily pitching, but you're building that relationship. 
And then all of us have done, you know, sales calls or discovery calls in the past that had no action. And I'm going to tell myself, I've done these where I've done a coffee chat. I really didn't have the perfect solution for them then. So I didn't follow up. So I'm sure you have those people too. And if you have prospects, all of us have prospects. If you have prospects that never took action, then it's okay. I don't care if it's been one day, one month, one year, open up the conversation, reach back out to them and say, hey, I know we connected a year ago. I'd love to hop back on a call, see what you're doing and share what I'm doing. Do you have some time? Give them a link to your scheduler. And from here, you're rekindling a relationship. It's going to be a faster way to do that than talking to cold people. So if you've had a conversation with them in the past, I consider them a prospect, re-engage them and just open the conversation. The last thing, this is not difficult at all, yet there is resistance and it is asking for referrals. Remember, the objective here is to sign a new client. Word of mouth and testimonials are everything. So ask for referrals for people that you're working with right now, for people that you've worked with in the past. Ask for referrals from your friends and family. I know that seems like a long shot, but I have actually, ooh, this is a good one. Yesterday, (laughs) This is crazy. Yesterday in my DMs, I received a DM from a male, which isn't very common in my DMs, but I received a message from a male that I used to work with in corporate. And I haven't been in corporate for eight years, but somebody from my corporate role has continued to follow me since I left there. So over the last eight years, the two of them were having a chat in the office this week. And this connection said, hey, told this guy named Joel, hey, Joel, you need to connect with Natalie. And so he came into my Facebook Messenger yesterday and said, hey, I'd love to have a conversation. I like what I'm seeing here. Let's have a conversation. So how cool is that? That is the power of a referral. And you just never know. Of course, the obvious sources for referrals are going to come from those people that you've already served in the past. But don't forget friends and family. Don't forget to put it out there. I mean, there's nothing wrong with reintroducing yourself on Facebook to your friends and family who are likely on your whatever social channel you use and just say, hey, this is what I do. You guys may not know that. I know for me, I keep personal and work very, very separate on my Facebook, which is my channel of choice. But I recently just said, hey guys, we are re-recording all of the content for my certification. You would be so surprised how many people, they're friends of mine who don't even have any idea what I'm doing, but they liked, I could see, they liked my Facebook page because now they were a little curious. And so reaching out to people on your platform, just letting them know what you do and tell them that you know, you're accepting new clients right now. Your job is to sign new clients, so do not hesitate to leverage referrals. And then I can only speak for the Ops Authority and the Director of Operations Certification Program when I talk about the sixth one. And this is the newest form of funding that we have here at the Ops Authority, and we're really excited about it. We tested it out with this most recent launch of our Round 16 program. We had several people qualify and take advantage of it, and we're really excited. So if you do not have the funding right now and you are really ready to get started, we have partnered with a third-party company that offers funding 
through a completely different source. So you're not having to borrow from your savings. You're not having to fund it from, you know, borrowing money from your mother or anything like that. This is all done through this third-party company. And this is going to allow you to have lower monthly payments stretched out for a longer period of time, even longer than what we provide you. So I know that this has been, you know, music to a lot of people's ears. Now I do want to tell you, we did a lot of work to partner with the right company to make sure that the company that we chose was ethical, was not using really, like they all have criteria for making sure that you're a good fit for them. And you'd be surprised. We looked into, actually, I can't say we, I'm going to give all the credit to Alex because she did a full on full-fledged project in researching which companies we wanted to look at. And I think she looked at six different companies. Some of those had very, very low criteria. Like they would give money to anybody. And I don't want to put people in a financial position that shouldn't be receiving this funding. And so again, I started this podcast talking about the ethical and my my empathetic heart to making sure that you don't put yourself in a situation that doesn't feel good and one that you can't financially support long-term because then there's just a lot of resentment towards the program, towards our brand and me eventually. And I'm not here for that. <laughs> I'm here to help you. That's why we're having this podcast conversation today. But with the third-party funding, I wanted to make sure that we were partnering with a very credible, a company that had really good morals and standards in who they partnered with. And so we went with the highest standard company. And so that means that their criteria for their application is, you know, they have great standards and it's not just something where they accept anybody and just kind of hope and pray that they can pay this back. So it is an application process, but we do have third-party funding and it's made the program accessible to about 20% of the people who joined us in our last round. So if that's something that would help you to spread these payments out for a longer period of time, I would want you to look at that as well. And you can fund any portion of the certification cost. So If you've taken advantage of the information that I have shared, and maybe you've been able to set aside $1,000, $2,000, $2,500 of money from the other methods that we talked about, securing a new client, increasing your rates, et cetera, and you don't need the entire amount financed, then you can only request a certain portion. So, you know, it's very flexible there. If you're ready to get going with the DOO certification program, I want you to make this happen for yourself. Up-leveling yourself is always going to take a financial contribution, right? We can only read so many books. Our program is unique because we are very centered and focused around getting your return. We coach you to specific milestones to make sure these things do happen. It's not just something that we just kind of put on a shelf out there. You've probably heard from previous podcasts, but we have a tracker that we share to make sure that you are aware, you visibly see where you are in our program. You can identify any gaps that you have so that you can course correct because we have graduation criteria. We also have milestones that show us these are the actions that our most successful students take, and we are tracking those so that you get to see those as well. We're really, really invested in making sure that you up-level yourself, that you find yourself in a leadership position, because when we do that, we come at work from a place of ease and leveraging your natural gifts versus having to fit into a mold that is maybe not leveraging all of 
the easiest way for us to work is to work inside of our natural gifts. So if you're not doing that, then there's going to be resistance. We take all of that away by working with you to identify where within the operations field, you should be building offers and providing resources and services to people. And then when we do that, we show up as our next best self. When we show up as our next best self, we get paid as our next best self. And that's really, really important to us here at the Ops Authority. So we would love to partner with you ladies if this is the right time to step in. I encourage you to take a look at the certification. You heard in episode number 165, just a couple ones before this one, you heard that we have completely redone our curriculum. We have updated everything. We, I mean, we are on top of our game, if I must admit. <laughs> so now is the time. We we really are excited to partner with you and those ladies that are going to be joining us in round 17. For your ops activity with every single episode of the Ops Authority podcast, we like to give you an action item. So what is one thing that you're going to take away from our time together today? Of these six different options here, which one is the one that you're going to leverage? Whether you're coming into the DOO program or whether you're looking at another opportunity or another education, learning and development training program out there, which of these six are you going to take advantage of? Let me just restate those for you. First of all, make sure to know that there's a payment option. Number two, ask your client to contribute. Three, increase your rates for a client that you're already doing good work with. Number four, expand your offerings. If you know that they've got a hole or a gap, come to them. Offer them to do a supplemental project or to change your overall retainer and expand so that you can serve them best. Five, sign a new client. We gave you lots of different options there. And then here at the Ops Authority, if you're ready to go, just know that we've got third-party funding that may be a blessing for you to spread these payments out over a longer period of time. So I gave you six different options. Come inside the opsinsiders.com. That's our private Facebook group. That's where we continue the conversation from every podcast that we have. But we also use that as a container and a community for sharing job opportunities and having enlightening, deepening conversations around the nerdy topic of operations. So join us at theopsinsiders.com. Again, last time, the action item here, your ops activity this week is to tell us of these six options, which one you're going to take action on so that you can join us in our upcoming round. We do have round 17 coming up in just a few short weeks. That's gonna be the last time that we deliver this program in 2022. So if you've been ready, we wanna make sure that you take advantage of that. And we can't wait to see you inside of our Facebook group. Head on over to theopsinsiders.com. And friends, I will see you or you'll hear me <laughs> next week. Thanks so much for hanging out today. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.